world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Scrambling <clears throat> here this morning, got a lot going on. Got a lot we're going to try to get in here today. Got a little bit of, of uh, housekeeping to do. Got some new speakers, so I'll be able to hear you. John Diamond's our guest. We're going to take communion. Go get some communion. Get ready for that. And other than that, we're going to dive in here, have us kind of a flea flicker Friday. I want to thank Betty Perkins for my shirt I decided I'd wear today. It says a good coach can change a game. A great coach can change a life. I got on my war hat today because I don't know where we're going. We, you know, we are at war. You do know that, don't you? Huh? The, the, the unbelievable stuff that's going on, the legislation that's being passed, all that stuff, and the acceptance of all of it by the church is just, it's kind of off the charts, isn't it? I mean, really, if you think about it, the only opposition to evil is good. The only opposition to evil is good. And the good won't engage. I'm sorry, Michelle. She says, honey, you say the same thing every time. I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How can, how can I not? I'm a coach. How can I not be frustrated and look at our team and all the weapons that we have and we won't even throw a pass? We won't even try to score a touchdown. Of course, it frustrates me. My goodness, we're ready to surrender and give over and get out of here. Look, I'm going to tell you this I ain't ready to get out of here. I love my grandbabies. I want to spend some time with my family. I can't wait for my daughter to get her house finished. All my grand. Why do I want to get out of here? I want to get out of here. I want to go to war and fight for them and fight for what we got going on here. Stand up and defend. Fight for John Brockoff and all those veterans that went over there to Vietnam whose lives were screwed up. And those guys that went to the Gulf War and fought for something crazy, didn't have anything to do with nothing. They laid down their lives. And all I want the church to do is, damn it, stand up and Fight for those guys who laid down their lives. Is there something wrong with me? I don't, I don't know. How, I don't even. I'm just going to tell you this. I don't know how anybody could run a church and not talk about this stuff. Maybe that's why I don't have a church. People would probably get tired of hearing it. But see, we we have to awaken that giant, that sleeping giant. We got to awaken that dude. We're it. We're God's A team. Amen. Hey, Trump, it's a church. All right, I'll shut up. I got some, I want to do some good stuff here because I want to hear from Ray LeBlanc. I want to hear from some guys. And we got John Diamond coming in. So coach, shut up real quick. Joe, let's go to communion. Let's get that done right off the, right off. Yeah, where's a fighting spirit in the church, Susie asks. I agree. Where the hell is it? Where is it? When did church come so sissified? Joe Carrico, come out there in the West Coast. Rescue me here, Joe. Off okay, yes, coach. Um, if we can have, Isaiah 43, 1 to 7, please. Should I apologize for coming out so hot today, Betty? Should I tell you all I'm sorry? 
My poor, my poor wife's got to live with me. I would probably leave the show if you come out lukewarm. <laughs> but now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Amen. When thou passest through the waters. Evidently, we're going to pass through the water. Evidently, we're going to, because it doesn't say if you pass through it, but when you pass through the waters. I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Evidently, Jim, we're going to be walking through some fires here, it looks like, huh? It it feels like it sometimes, Coach. Yeah. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Wow. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Saba for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring Mm. my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone that gets called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. That's powerful, isn't it? Well, I could preach there. Yeah, we we are on the right side. We are, brothers. We are in this war. Yeah, I don't. What, I, what I, verse yeah, was that? Second, I don't see surrender anywhere in this, in this gospel. Hey, Diamond, you see surrender anywhere in the gospel? Can you find no, any anywhere, any place, anywhere in the scripture the surrender? There's no know. chapter of raise the white flag in the Bible. That's right, brother. That's right. Why my heart's in, on fire. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're not sorry, Coach. Um, uh, let's uh, say a short prayer. Heavenly Father, please bring us cleanse into your sight as we have this meal together, this meal that heals. Forgive us our sins and our transgressions. Let us remember what you've done for us and what it meant when you said on the cross, your last words there, it is finished. Let us try to consider all that that changed when the, when the, you next were resurrected and all that, what happened in between and what how that changed everything, Lord. And we are so grateful that we worship a God who gave his only begotten son that we may have everlasting life and the restoration of all that was lost in the garden at the fall. So we thank you for the technology that brings us together this morning. Please let us heed the teachings and the, and the instructions of our coach and let us walk in the path you would have us walk And occasionally, if we're able, let someone see you in us and 
think that they just met you when they see us, Lord. Become a part of our lives and our hearts. Thank you, Lord. And bless this bread and this wine representing and drink representing your body and your blood that you shed for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That um, that same night in which he was betrayed, Lord Jesus took bread. And when he given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Amen. Amen. Thank Thanks, you, Joe. Thank, Thank you, you everybody. Thanks so much, Joe. Thank you, man. It's my privilege. I know it is. I know it. Hey, I got a, a miracle. Can listen. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a tip here. That's gonna be worth saving. Sorry, John Diamond, hanging there with us, dude. We'll get going here. Uh, when I paint, I had painted black yesterday up at Sky High. I had it. I had paint all over me. <laughs> I had it all over me. I didn't have a shirt on. Paint was all over black paint. I still got it in my fingernails. I don't know if you can still see it. And I thought, how am I going to get all this paint off? Now, I don't want to go put gasoline all over my body. So I Googled it. You guys aren't going to believe this. I Googled it. You know what it said? Vegetable oil. So what? Vegetable oil? It says, yeah, it's oil-based paint. Put vegetable oil on it. So I went and got the vegetable oil and put it in my hand, rubbed it all up and down my legs, but jumped in the shower, gone. Do you guys know that? Anybody know? Anybody ever know that? I, it was it was amazing. So I learned that you get paint on you, vegetable oil takes it takes it right off. Amazing, amazing. You had to see me to believe it. Okay, okay, quickly, hang on, hang on, John. I'm, I'm, I promise, man. This Friday, I just gotta get some things in here. Hey, don't forget our annual June 9th and 11th, 9-11. Come on, register early so we make our budget. We know we're okay there. That's, that all can be done online. They all know how to do it. Just click it or you can, uh, whatever. And again, I'm sorry, I got to charge money. I got to rent a tent, uh, toilets. We're buying all your food. So we, get, we have some investment in it. I want to hear today from Ray, Ray, who we couldn't hear the other day when he went to his uh, uh, local uh, city, city council, wasn't it, Ray? Yes. Yeah. Give us give us a full report on that real quick. No, no. Give us a half report on that. Ray. Okay. Here's a here's what started all. Just write a letter and send it to your seven churches in your own town. All right. I wrote this letter, calling all saints, come to the city council meeting. We're having a drag queen show next month, and we need you there to talk to the city council and tell them this is not okay. Who responds to this letter? The gay community church. <laughs> if you had, I sent a picture. They showed up in such great numbers. 
there some guy came all the way 100 miles away to put to uh participate uh we were outspoken probably three to one in uh but it, it goes to show the infiltration the lack of participation of the churches and how how lukewarm they become so all in all it was a little disappointing but the I mean, there was people standing room only out in the hall and out the door. Uh, I've never seen it so full before in my life. So the, so. the people standing out there, right? Most of them were in favor of homo, yeah, uh, yeah. butt sex and all that. Yeah. Yep. See, folks, yep. that's where we are, right? But listen, here's the good thing. Everybody else will be raptured out of here. That We'll all be gone, right? We're just going to give them everything. We'll give them our children. We'll give them, we'll just give everything because we're out, we're out of here. I'm just telling you. Well, one quick thing, Dave. Uh, we fortunately we, we have a little ministry center right in the heart of the city. Uh, it's a block away from the, where they're going to have the festival, the the gay parade in uh, at Wenzel Park. We're yeah. right outside that door almost, and we're setting up our own booth, making up signs, gospel tracks, Christian music, oh, inviting, yeah. inviting the people as the alternate, catch the people on the outskirts, you know, making up signs like. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be drag queens. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, we're going to do something. Okay. I love so, this team. I love this team of guys that are just going out and doing stuff on their own. Makes me proud. Uh, it really, really does. Thanks, thanks, Ray, for doing it. We'll hear more about it later. Uh, appreciate it. Steve Deck, quickly, what did you guys do again yesterday? Can you fill us in a little bit or not? Well, go ahead, Craig. You guys. Craig, Craig, Craig or Steve, somebody. Yeah, we're uh, so uh, we we wind up having to revisit uh, uh, Salem, and uh, we're not giving out too many details. But they we went took, back to Salem again, folks. The, yeah, the, I was unclean and got and I got delivered. I was unclean. I I got delivered and set free from a childhood soul tie, and uh, so we had and there was a bigger mission to go to do, and uh, we, we were able to take care of that, which was you know we were at we were at like, we were at the at the park or whatever, but. Uh, but uh, we accomplished the mission at hand, and and uh, it's done. It's four done. hours up and four hours back, right, Steve? Yep. You mean to tell me that Craig gets to stay at your house before I ever get to? Yep. yep. Oh, Not once, but twice. Oh, Lord, help us, Lord. Help well, us, Lord. you know what? You could be number three since since uh, Hire Brett was the first one. Okay. <laughs> you Dave, know. Not, I ain't coming out there to work. Don't don't think just because uh, Clay got me working, I'm going I'm to make a habit of that. Ain't yeah, it? you want to talk? Uh, Craig, Craig's going to be bashful. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Appreciate you guys. I love our team. I love our team. Jeff Klein, you in there, Jeff? What went on to school board? Jeff Klein to, uh, called me yesterday. You know, they're going to the school board meeting there at East Knox. And uh, this week, some young child, second grader, I think, was drowned. Drowned in that community. So it was a different atmosphere probably last night when Jeff went. Are you there, Jeff? Jeff's always here. Yep, we're here. Give us a give us a report, but not your life story. Well, and also too, we found out yesterday, the other day, Mount Vernon did their prom king, the transgender. I guess they played some demonic music at events, so we're going to check that one out. But anyways, last night East Knox, I was ready to go in and just drop the hammer on him. I'm done. Two years of speaking every month at that meeting, that school. I'm just, I'm done. So, and Pastor Matt's the same way. Pastor Matt's on that school board. So last night we were going to, we had it set up. I didn't share with him what I was going to say. I didn't want him to know. And he was going to go in 
and the attorney's telling him you can't pray. You can't use scripture. You can't. Yeah, that, school board the attorneys are telling the school board members you can't pray. Believe that, John Diamond. They're still, they're still feeding us that happy horse crap, and we're believing it. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, and it's not even in the school. It's the school board meeting. I mean, it's like, my goodness. So he's got all these people. Jeff froze up. Jeff, we got all these people. That's where you left us off there, Jeff. Hope you come back. The lady on the board president called him up and said, you know what? We've had, and it was a death at kindergartner, little girl in the neighbor's pond. So it's pretty mad. There are people are upset. I mean, you know, I mean, it's tragic. So we get there. She tells Matt on the phone, she says, hey, we'd like to have a moment of silence or something. Mm. And then she's mad. Matt's a pastor, folks. Matt is a pastor. So she's pretty much saying, hey, would you pray? So Matt's so on the school there. board. He's on the school board. He's a pastor. A child dies, and they say, "Would well, maybe you could say a prayer tonight, Matt. Is that kind of what's going on, Jeff? Yep, we get there. They said, well, let's do this. The superintendent said, it's. Jeff, you're freezing up badly today, man. I don't know what's going on. He's a little teary. He was upset. You know, I mean, he's trying to get that prayer out for this family and in school, all the kids in the school. And uh, he just, he says, now, this is pretty sad that he said, you asked me to pray before the meeting starts. He said, can't pray during the meeting. He said, so tonight I'm giving you my resignation. I can no longer, as a pastor, sit on this board and be a part of what's going on in this school. So he's basically telling them, you got evil in the school. And as a pastor, I can't be here doing this. Amen. So he's done. He's out of there. They, they've got like three seats coming up, and now they're going to have four. Good. And that one, that one guy with the little kid in the dress, he said two months ago he's going to run for school board. Oh boy, that's what you need. Well, why wouldn't they? The rest of yeah. us are going to be out of here. Let yep. them have the schools. We're going, to be, we're going to get out of here. Matt says, well, they're going to be calling me up, blowing my phone up tonight. About quitting. I said, well, tell them spots available. Get in there and run for school board if you want somebody to do something. So it was just, you know what? And here's what I found out. They were going to possibly, Matt said, they're probably going to have me quit speaking. (laughs) After two years of doing it, the enemy is raising Cain. Well, he's not a resident of this school district. So last night I signed up. I was the seventh one to speak, sixth or seventh. I waited to sign up last. I wanted to see if they're really going to stop me from speaking. So they let people go over their three minutes and then they're like shutting them down. Come on. You got to stop. We got more people want to speak. They get to me as the last one. Now they've already went over their 20 minutes. And Lindsay, the president says, Jeff Klein is next. And she, I stood up. And she said, Jeff, I'm sorry, but we're over our time. I said, wait a minute. Hold up. Wow. I said, I just want to let you know. I've already going to not speak tonight. I'll wait till next month. But I wanted to test them and see, are they going to stop me? But So she was going to let me, but she wanted to say they're out of time. I couldn't speak, but I cut her off and said, no, I am not going to speak tonight. I'll speak next month. Amen. So just stupid. So here's oh, what goes on. Folks, listen. This I, I've listened The to people that showed up at the meeting last night that did speak, you know what they spoke about? Here's what their, their complaint was. Because I guess now in the school, they're not letting kids talk to each other or do anything. Be quiet. Sit down. The kids cannot even have any conversation. That just That's what they complained about. 
you're not letting my kid talk in school. It's like, and oh my goodness. That's where we are. That's where we are. So folks, listen to this. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, folks, listen, hear this, okay? Because I went through this when we were at London. Remember, I was being sued by the ACLU for praying with our football team. One of our football players died. He was out playing basketball. He was 17 years old. Roger Clark, beautiful young black black kid. Um, and he dropped over dead playing basketball. And the next day, I, 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 you can't make this stuff up, friends. The next day, the principal shows up at football practice and led the team in prayer. And I said uh, to her afterwards, uh, so, oh, I get it. I get it. So prayer's only good when somebody dies, right? After somebody dies, then we can pray. Then you can come in here and pray. You can come into our football team and join our football team in prayer while the whole time you're suing us from the ace. What the hell's going on here? So that's what I told Jeff last night, because that's where we are. See, when, when people die, they turn to the Lord, right? Well, why the hell can't we get them to turn to the Lord before they die? Oh, my goodness, what a messed up. Amen. Huh? Boom. Oh, boy, boy, boy. I, am I forgetting anybody out there? Am I forgetting anybody? I, I love our team. I appreciate everything all of you are doing. I know a lot of stuff that you're doing that you're not catching any headlines. Nobody's patting you on the back. Nobody's say, saying anything. I just want you to know that this guy here appreciates what you're doing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Because the only one who's going to oppose evil is good. It's the only one. Guys like John Diamond, guys like Randy Lunsford, guys like Jeff Klein, guys like Glenn Claremont. Come on in, Glenn. I lost you there, Glenn. Come on back in. Yeah, I have a good report, but I'll save it till the after show. Okay. Well, give give us a little bit of good news. Tell us what the good report's about. Okay. We need good news. All right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so I've had I I've, I've been having discussions with the uh, the, the campus pastor. There's two of them. Uh, hey, listen, listen well, to that. Wait, campus. Okay. The campus. Well, I can yeah, start right there, Glenn. Yeah. Well, campus I know. pastor. Well, in this okay. So this church I attend, they have two churches: one in Westerville and one in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the 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 senior guy, okay, they he just bounces back and forth. But they have a regular guy that's the, that's the pastor of this church in Westerville. So I've been having discussions over the last year about, you know, how come we don't talk about the cultural issues from the pulpit? Well, we don't do that, Glenn. We don't do that no, here. We don't do that. Uh, okay. So. So I so so then I I took a different I said well why can we not have a forum can why can't we have a forum to discuss these issues and he said well you know and then I met with him and I I shared with him some information about what's going on in the public schools and and uh, he he gave me this well let me let me talk to let me think about it let me, yeah. let me talk to, you know let me talk to so and so and so about three months went by this this was like last October. I never heard back, and then I I, uh, I brought it up again, and he said, "Well, I want you to talk." With, they now have an executive pastor, so he said, "I want you to talk to the executive pastor." Uh, so I met with the executive pastor yesterday, and lo and behold, they are putting together on a Thursday night for the next consecutive ten months. Uh, they're gonna they're calling it Encounter Culture. Wow. And 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 they'll be having they're going to discuss issues like uh, LGBTQ. They're we're going to talk about the educational 
curriculum that's going on in the public schools. We're going to uh, have shoe, a Glenn. You were a pebble uh, in his shoe. Well, here's what it told me here. And here's, 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 and I, I was talking to Ray about this last night. Um, it's like, it's like the unjust judge. You can't just take a no. You know, I learned this in sales. When the when the person when you ask for the sale, and the person gives you an objection, you you come back and you ask again. All right. right. So you can't just you can't just uh, if somebody gives you a no, you just can't rest on that. You you have to keep pursuing it. And so what what it told me was that if you'll just be persistent, if you'll be persistent. Sometimes good things happen. Either that or they're going to throw you out of the church, one or the other. Amen. Well, Glenn, not only that, look, I want to move on here. Not only that, are you ready for this, folks? Glenn got Coach Dave scheduled to speak at his church. Is that true, Glenn? Yes, sir, in June. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. (laughs) I bet they hate Glenn, but he's moved moved the, the hands on the clock. He's moved it, right? by his persistence. God bless you, Glenn. God bless you. I want to get John Diamond in there. Maybe he can get up early and then you can give him a chance to talk then. But John, we're in your wheelhouse here, aren't we, dude? We're, we're right in your wheelhouse. No, Anybody, come on in here, man. No, absolutely. Yeah, usually I'm getting my kids ready for school about this time, but fortunately they have the day off, so that's why I was able to get in the studio early and got a lady guest host of my show, so it's good to be good to be back with the team. Good to have you here, buddy. Well, John, uh, where are we, dude? And what the heck's going on? For those of you who don't know, I want to say this uh, public. I say it every time. John Diamond is as, is the greatest team player in all this pro family stuff. That I, John Diamond is the greatest team player of all. And I'm, here's oh. what I mean by that. John Diamond is always opening doors for others. Always opening doors for others. He never says what's in it for me, ever, ever, ever. If he sees somebody that's got a good message, he gives them a platform. If he can help you in what you're doing, he will come and do it. John Diamond is, if I was going to build a team, John, I don't know if you play quarterback, but I sure have a guy like you around the team that I'm trying to build. And I, we go way back. John and I go way back. We went to, we met each other. John was from Grove City, Ohio, and I'm from, I was from London, Ohio. We lived 20 miles apart didn't know each other, and we met each other down at Montgomery, Alabama, Judge Roy Moore, the Ten Commandments, way back and whenever it was. And uh, God's kind of knit us together. So, John, thank you, man. What's going on? You just had a big gig last uh, week ago. You got to speak with on the Glenn Beck was there. And Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Two yeah, that was, a, Two that, was a, that was a great – yeah, Glenn Beck and David Barton and uh, Michelle Bachman, who's now running the Regent University School of uh, – School of government out there. I, I only spoke 10 minutes. John, Michelle Bachman came up to, after you made your presentation. Michelle Bachman came up to you and said, What? I'm not, I've never heard any of this. Yeah. Yeah. I was preaching on the gospel of the kingdom, not just salvation, that Christ is king, lawgiver, and judge. And we can appeal to the supreme judge of the universe, you know. And and she came up and she said, I've, I've never heard any of this. She says, I'm, We're going to the UN next uh Switzerland next month. She said, we're going to get your appeal to heaven book. And we're going to take that. And we're going to pray those imprecatory prayers over the United Nations where, wow. where the deep state is. So, I mean, th- I mean, we've got some projects going to be rolling out and this is what we need to be doing really at every state capital. We need to be at every state capital praying imprecatory prayer. I mean, that's a, that's a movement we're going to launch here later, but you know, things are, things are now falling in place, I guess, for me, 
um, that I can do that and have the resources to do that for, for at least me and the family and to travel and stuff. We'll talk about all that in a little bit, um, or actually maybe at a later time. What I want to do is just announce really on your show, something me and Jared's been working on for a while, and we're going to be kind of launching it out. Um, Jared or Spence, if you can put up uh, Peacemakers Publici- uh, Publishing and Publicity Group up on the screen. Um, what what is what this is all about is me and Coach met again down in 2003, Judge Moore's Ten Commandments. I, I came back, um, studied for three years just for my own personal edification, and then I end up writing my book, Fighting the Next American Revolution. Uh, one guy didn't have any help from pretty much anybody. Coach helped me out, got me my very first radio interview. Um, but, you know, nobody was out there. Um, the Christian ministries that I reached out to, the big ones that could have helped, were like, hey, this is great. But no, we're not interested in helping you. So, I mean, I'm out there, you know, like a, a leaf on the wind. I had no help, no support system, no anything. I probably took... 20,000 out of my 401k to publish the book and to do everything. And if you read later on, I just, I ended up praying after years of frustration. And I said, Lord, why does, why does nobody want to help each other? And he said, well, everybody wants to be Moses and nobody wants to be Aaron and her. And Moses could not have won that first battle outside the promised land against the enemies of Aaron and her was not holding up his hand. So mm-hmm. that that's that's what he said. I want you to be Aaron and her. And that really goes into what Coach said there at the beginning. That's why I do what I do. Some of you out there are Aaron and her. Some of you, Coach is Moses. You're, you, <laughs> Coach is Moses. You're the Aaron and her. You lift his arm up. You know, I find other Moses-type figures, leaders that are doing ministries or have good books or are creating films or whatever, and I, and I lift up their hands. So we're getting ready to launch this Peacemakers Publicity Group. It, it's going to take a bit of money. You can see the the logo that Jared and them created. We got film. I'm working on two documentaries right now with other people. Um, we're we're going to be publishing books, not only mine, but others. First one will be Dr. Alan Keyes' new book. Um, and then we're going to be um, raising up other podcasters and other studio hosts. So just like we do, you know, just like I got Coach's show over on Brideon, I got other people's shows on different platforms. Some are moving up pretty high. So one, Michelle Swinnick's over at Lindell TV. Chad Caton just got drafted, headhunted by Red Voice America. So, I mean, this is the way I see it, Coach. It's almost like raising up media churches because yeah. the churches aren't going to do anything for the most part. Yeah, a handful of them woke up at COVID, and we we thank God for them and for that. Um, but we need we need to be raising up kind of media churches, and that's the thing that we plan to do here. Now, the biggest hindrance of this, of course, and Coach, you know this, is is money. And and most of the people that want to get in the fight, you know, have a job, they're homeschool mothers, they're just trying to fight for their children. What we're going to be doing here with Peacemakers Publishing and Publicity Group is we're going to be, we'll help people um, get a book published, we'll get them publicity, we'll get them on different shows, get them on my show, get them on Mike Spalding, you, and Coach, and Alex Newman. I mean, I know so many people in the media s- sphere now, um, help them get their message out there, get them a website built. Um, I'm actually working on a studio creation course right now, which I think is going to be very, very helpful to to teach people how to build what I have here. Um, Spencer, I sent you a, a link over that just says media improvements, and this isn't even listed. I just put this up here. Um, if you can play play that that link to sit where it says media improvements, um, you can turn the volume turn the volume off. We don't even need to hear it because all I did was piece. 
I just want to show you, you know, the transition that we've taken people through. That right there is my very first, my very, very first uh, broadcast. I've never done anything media-wise. That was the very first thing I ever did with uh, with, with Dr. Mike live. Um, and then I ended up moving to the, my upstairs loft. And then Brighteon came along and they come up and build this studio right here for me. So there, there's me in my loft. Um and and I had to record that because I don't have any internet in the country. So I had to record it and then drive to the city to upload it. Um, and then, of course, you know where I'm at right now. There's my show. So what I've done is is I'm identifying people. Now, there's Michelle Swinnick. She had a podcast. Very first time I had her on, she was a floating head. That's what Bob Denny calls her, the floating head. That's all you can see. The lighting was poor. Her background was poor. I mean, everything, because she's never done TV. So we coached her. We mentored her. Um, hey, how do you build your own studio? Um, I don't know if you can fast forward a little bit through there, Spence, just to get her to her next scene. But now there's her, stu- there's her studio. And it's really not very hard to do once you know what you're doing. And the only reason I know it, because Bob Denny kind of walked me through it and showed me all the, you know, lighting and sound and background and up lights. I mean, there's a lot to this. So we're creating a studio creation course. Um Here's your good friend, Clay, right there. There's the first time he kind of got on there, really just with his webcam um, and everything and being inter- interviewed by B.J. Edwards there. And uh, and now you go forward there. There's his studio now. He he did an absolutely wonderful job just with the coaching that, that we did did for him. So you can go ahead and stop that there, Spence. Hang on a second, John. Right. Folks, listen to me. Every one of you have a voice, all right? But I also want you to know this. You can't start a podcast tomorrow and be John Diamond. You can't start a podcast tomorrow and be Alan Keyes. You can't start a podcast tomorrow and be Coach Dave. It takes time and effort and energy and faithfulness. But if you have a message and an audience that you can reach, then you ought to consider doing it. Go ahead, John. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and the model you have to have, again, this can't be about you and try to be the next Tucker Carlson or any, you know, yet that can't be your motivation. That can't be your goal. Your goal is just to whatever your sphere of influence, especially in the community, reach out to people in your community or in your state that are doing a good work and get them on and give them a favorable platform. It's what CNN does with the left. We need to do that with the right. So, um, that's all, that was all my motivation to do is just what the Lord said to do, find good people. So I reached out to every Christian group and Christian ministry and the ones that are actually doing things. And I get them on and I promote them, um, looking for nothing in return, asking for nothing in return. Um, put up, uh, uh, Spence, the ATC Spring, Judge McCullough. And I'm going to show you what the Lord can do um, here. Now, hit pause for a second. And, and I'm, I want you to play a minute. You can actually play it at probably 1.5. If you don't, if the name Judge McCullough, uh, Patricia McCullough sounds familiar to you, she's the, she's the appellate court judge here in Pennsylvania that tried to stop the steal. And she's Mm -hmm. the one that said, Hey, nope, nope. We're not certifying anything. Um, stop. Well, they ended up taking it out of her hands and everything else, but she's now running for the Pennsylvania Supreme court and she can't get any favorable media coverage from anybody. She's running against two Republicans that are basically the Republican party's picks because this is a born-again, spirit-filled, I mean, warrior. I mean, she is awesome. So they called me and said, we just rented a studio up in Erie. Would you come up and do the Larry King thing? Would you come up and interview her um, about her about her position? Can you go ahead and play just like a minute, 10 seconds of that at 1.5, please? 
My name is Dr. John Diamond, and I am here with Judge Patricia McCullough, who is running for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, and I'd like to welcome you to the show today. Oh, thank you so much, and let, thank you for letting me be here with you. Absolutely. So I've been doing a lot of reading up on you um, and your, your past history. You've got a great track record. Thank you. Um, I was reading your, your palm card here, and it, and it says that uh, you're running because the Constitution still matters. Now, we understand that America's constitutional republic is founded on the Constitution. Why do you use the word still matters? Because we are in a constitutional crisis. Amen. And uh, we have a very critical upcoming election for one seat on the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, the birthplace of the one nation under God. And this is going to impact the future of Pennsylvania. And as Pennsylvania goes, so goes the nation. So I believe we need someone who has the courage and the conviction to uphold the Constitution as written. Uh, I've been threatened okay, for my there opinions. You go. I've been said- and, you, and you can stop right yeah, there. But- John, evidently, she doesn't know there's a rapture coming and she's wasting her time. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, we talked for an hour afterward. You know, I had no idea. I'd never met her. I've never talked to her. But she come recommended from the American Faith, uh, uh, American Family Association and said, hey, this woman's great. So at, she's like, at the beginning of the show, she was like, you mind if we pray? And I, I thought, yeah, she just wants me to pray. She just started praying. And I'm tell you what, this is one of the most spirit filled prayers. We talked for an hour afterwards. And she said, look, I didn't I, wa- I didn't want to do this. God called me to do this. And I'm scared. I was scared to death. And I throw out fleeces and he's throwing them back. And I mean, this is a person that's absolutely walking by faith. But the point I wanted to make through all this is just to show everybody, if you would just, you know, do what I do here, just start your own thing in your local community. You know, you go to these school boards, you know who's in favor. Give them a a platform. Let them speak. Help them with their election. Give them favorable coverage. They will see you as the go-to person in your community for favorable means cut. That will make you grow. I never expected somebody who's an appellate judge running for Pennsylvania Supreme Court to call me up and ask me to do an interview. I would have never in my wildest dreams ever thought that that was the amount of influence that I was having. But every one of your people here can have that amount of influence in the community. Now, I mean, we do have to understand this. Remember Moses said, you know, let let, uh, let them be rulers of fives and tens and fifties and a hundred. God determines how big that audience there is, is for you. And if you're only reaching the 10 God wanted you to praise God, don't worry about that. Right. You know, if, if God gives you a Tucker Carlson type of media <laughs> platform where hundreds of thousands of people praise God, but just be faithful into, into what you're doing. Be faithful with the message. Um, and, and that's what faithful little things will make you Lord of, of larger things. It's a, it's right. right. And then, and I mean, Christianity, you know, it says the fivefold ministry that we're supposed to train the saints for the work of the ministry. So that's my calling with my master's in theology, my doctorate in education. My job is to train the saints for the work of the ministry. So I want to use everything that I've learned from how to build a studio to how to build a website to how to publish a book. Coach, a lot of this is a racket. A lot of this, even in Christianity, is a racket. Um, TBN charged $5,000 to publish my book. That, that's not a bad deal in the market. Um, if you go to like CJ, who runs the Clay Clark things, she charges 4000 a month for uh, PR stuff. That's 9000 You don't even have a website. You don't have a studio. You don't have anything else, and you're already 9000 in, right? Yeah, so yeah. what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be offering is basically this entire list of things, you know, help you get on shows, help to get your book published, how to build your own studio, you know, how to do interviews. Fiora Hernandez is coming along and she's going to critique people's presentation as, as a professional journalist. What can she can people can do better? And we can do this at a fraction of the cost. I mean, I could do all of this for what TBN charged me just for the one book. And, and the thing, here's what people need to understand. When I did my first book in 2006, I paid $6,500 <laughs> for this lady to do it. 
All right. All she did was publish my book, give me about 50 copies, and that was it. That's all the support structure I got. She ended up making 75% of all, every one of my books. So she's selling them for 20 bucks and she's getting 1750 and I'm getting 250. Now that's not un- unrealistic in the publishing world. I mean, if you get a book published by anybody, that's about what you're going to make is probably about $3 a copy. Why? You're the one that did all the work. So all we want to do is just help you get your book published, help get a book, uh, a book cover made. And then once we help you with that, it's all yours. All the, I mean, your, all the books are yours. All the profits are yours. We just want to lift people up. So, the, the reason and we're getting ready to send out Jared and his team and mom and dad are um, sending out an email this morning because we, we need to raise some money to get all of this off the ground. Um, we're going to upgrade our studio and that's what we're hoping to do. So we're hoping to raise money to put this whole entire program together. It's almost like an apostolic let's plant media churches everywhere. And that's what we need to be. We need to be the ecclesia. We need to be it in every town, school board, community that we can. So that that's the vision that we have going forward. John, unbelievable, man. So people, I, folks, I trust John, John Diamond. I trust John Diamond. That's, that's all I can say. Uh, I'll be donating here when I get off the air, John. And by the way, I'm in the process right now of producing four different books, and I didn't know where to go to get them published. And here we go. And it's good. And it's good. Say, Coach, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm taking the, you know, I've written commentaries for how long, right? We're going to put them into four book-like structures and I'm going to have those. So pray, uh, praise the Lord. Okay, cool. Um, where are we going, John? Where's this whole thing going? we got 20 minutes here. I'm going to open it up, let some folks jump in here uh, from from where you are. So you you were down there with, again, Glenn Beck and all those guys. And, and Glenn Beck had a, had a born-again experience, didn't he? He told us that. But, John, the thing that you said was amazing to me. Michelle Bachman, Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, now head of Regent University, didn't know the stuff that you shared with her. She had never heard that before. So the people, we think the people in authority know what's going on, and they don't know what's going on. John, our pastors don't know what's going on. Right. Right? What's your experience with that, John? Yeah, that's that's what I find out. Well, uh, we got another thing, and we didn't even launch it in this project that Jared's working on called Peace Bakers University, which is basically going to be an on basically an online Bible college or seminary because you basically can't trust just about any Bible college or seminary out there now because they, they teach they, their doctrine only. Yeah, that's it. They're not teaching the gospel of the kingdom. They're teaching their own denominational views, um, and that's exactly that's exactly what I'm doing kind of after this is another project, but, and it, and you say it all the time, you know, it's not until you stick your head in the Bible and start reading, you're like, that's not what it says. What, where, <laughs> what are you people teaching? That's right. So, I mean, we need to raise up another generation of people that are properly discipled. And a lot of people don't even know what discipleship looks like. Right. I, you can go to a, 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 a the Bible college or a seminary all the way through your doctorate and never be discipled. It couldn't even come up with a discipleship model. They don't even know what it looks like. It's not being taught anywhere in Christianity. And coach, you and I drove down to Alan Keyes' studio a couple couple springs ago, and we were driving back together um, from with that little Jeep you rented um, that day. And uh, and you asked that question, "What's going on?" And I said, "Think about this for a minute. Um, you know, when Christ came the first time, everything was broken, and I mean everything—the synagogues, the temple, the education, the government, society—it was all broken." And that's where we're at today. Every 
stinking institution, our public education, our government, our media, I mean, all of it, it is all absolutely broken. So we're on the verge of another reformation. Yeah, it's, that, a, dying, it's get- a dying dying culture, John. We did a show on that earlier this week. It showed the signs of death everywhere you look at in America. Everything's dying. Yeah, it is. And it's the church's fault, you know, because this is what I tell people all the time. When all you this is why I created Peacemakers Outreach, you know, 15 years ago. When you know, whenever the light re- removes itself from anything, all that's left is darkness. I mean, it's the deep, it's the default condition because of the fall. And for whatever reason, the Christian church thinks that they can withdraw to the four walls of their church and not affect anything anywhere else. And to think somehow miraculously, you know, they're in a siege mentality, coach. And you say this all the time. It's siege warfare. As a veteran, I can tell you, you do not withdraw to the to your base and just hunker down because the enemy will take all the other territory and then they'll surround you and then Man. they'll take you out. We're supposed to. churches are supposed to be training bases, military training bases to go push the darkness out of the rest of the society. And the churches are not doing that. John, Jeff just shared that. I'm sorry, Ray, Ray and Jeff, uh, Ray just shared with us that they're trying to oppose transgender drag queen, whatever in their community. And the other side shows up in mass. The church doesn't show up in mass, right? And this is just common sense to me, friends. If you remove the salt, how will it ever be salty again? That's what the, that's what the Bible says, right? Mm-hmm. And we have men standing in our pulpits in churches and women and standing in our pulpits, and they are cutting off the genitals of young children, and they don't even talk about it. They don't even bring it up. They don't tell the people in the congregation, this is wrong. We have to oppose this. This is so anti-biblical. This is so anti-life. This is so anti-child. What are they doing on Sundays? What are they doing, John? But see, folks, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We are losing the battle because we have been so damn dumbed down. Amen. Yeah. And I, and I went up to Erie, Erie Council. We had a Erie, Pennsylvania up here where I live. And I went up to their city council meeting and they were trying to push one of these gay, gay agendas. And, you know, I, I thought about it on Sunday in, at church on Sunday. And the Lord was like, it's not a good enough for you to just teach about it and announce what's going on. You need to go confront it. And I'm like, OK, so I went up to city council and, and I was the only one. I was the only one that was anti-gay agenda. And there was like six other pastors there that were all pro-gay. Just, uh, you know, what what the brother said here a minute ago. And, and since I was the only one, here's the thing, Coach. Since All the news teams in our town were there. So since I was the only one there, guess who they have to come to to get the yeah. other side of the equation? Yeah, so did. I was interviewed. I was interviewed on on our city TV here on our news stations. I've even got the, the footage and the, the clips of it, you know, and... I mean, again, that that's what gets your name out there. That's what, you know, people that hear that and see that will rally around you who are actually of God. So it's just a matter of getting out there, getting the platform, be willing to speak the truth, let me you know, go. and then the Lord will kind of promote you. Because Christianity Coach is about tests. You have to pass a test to move on to the next level. You can't just know something in Christianity. Right. You've got to apply it. If God's not going to see you applying what you know, it is actually going to be worse for you than for many, you know, because Jesus said the guy, the guy who didn't know God's will got 
beat with few stripes, but the guy who knew to do God's will and didn't do it is going to get beat with many stripes. Amen. So it's a whole lot more dangerous for you to sit and listen to what you're supposed to be doing and not doing it, or at least supporting those who are, because not everybody's okay, so, a mouthpiece like me and coach. So here's the scoop, folks. Here's the scoop. Amen. You, you have to know this, that if you stand up and speak up, there will be a hundred to one people in your corner, but they will never say it. They're afraid to be ostracized, spoken against, but they agree with you. And you have to know that, that you're a lone voice crying in the wilderness. You have got to do it. And the fact that people aren't raising their hand and saying amen and all that stuff, that's why it's important when you go to school board meetings that you bring some ameners with you, that when Jeff Klein stands and speaks, there are people there saying amen, we're with you, we're with you. Because understand this, as Jim Harrison told me, there's not a there's not a parent in the world that wants their son to be homecoming queen. Not a parent in the world that wants it. We have to understand that. We have to stand up and we have to speak up. And what's the promise? They're going to hate you. It's right there in Matthew. They're going to hate you. Jesus told you why? Because they hated me first. That's what it says. Roger Weaver, come on in. And Clay, Dave, you would call that boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. And I think we all can be boots on the ground. And I think what happens when you just show up to so, show support, eventually a few of us or a few of whoever shows up, they'll start speaking up. It's the boots on the ground. To me, that is a foundational concept. Just go and support who may be speaking and then ask the Holy Spirit to move you from a boot on the ground to a sergeant. Amen. Moving up. You start out as a private first class, don't you? And then all of a sudden you got somebody following you and you become a, a, a corporal or a lieutenant. I don't even know the rank, right? But And then at some point you're the captain of an army. Mm-hmm. Every one of you, see, many of you are doing it. Many of you are doing it. Don't get discouraged, baby. Don't get discouraged. The fight's, the fight's ripe. Clay, come on in. Thanks, Rog. Yeah, good morning, John. Morning, brother. Uh, when this uh, country was first getting on its feet, we had John Adams, and I think he's the one that coined the phrase Sons of Liberty. And it was for people that were doing things to say, you know, to, to, to save liberty, promote liberty. Uh, the people that were in the Boston Tea Party and uh, Paul Revere, different Benjamin Franklin. Uh, you're the modern day son of liberty, John. And uh, these pastors that are in their churches, that's fine if you donate to a church and they're they're giving their sermons every Sunday. But your boots on the ground doing something to save this country and save our liberties. And I want everybody to know that people like you need funding. And uh, if you if you are finding yourself trying to figure out where to put your money, you know, say you're giving it to coach Dave live, but you've got some, some more that you're wanting to give to a good cause. Consider giving it to John diamond because he's boots on the ground and he's going to get some things done Amen. that your pastor is likely not doing. Amen. Thank you for what you're doing, brother. Yeah. Amen. And let, let me just speak to that one second. Cause we have tried to change this over more from a ministry to a business. So all we're looking for with these donations is not even necessarily continual support. Please just continue to give the coach. Cause he does great things. All we're really, it's almost like investing in a business. We're just 
Uh, we just need the seed money to start this business. And then we're just hoping that it funds itself. So as I sell these courses, as I help people get their book, I'll make money, you know, helping people get their books published and, and, uh, and selling my video creation course and all these other things. I want to turn it into a business so that I'm not having to sit with my hand out that money that goes, to, you know, the Bible says, let every man work that he may have to give to those who need. I, mm. I want to give to those who need. I want to help all, all of you get up and run it. I want to give to coach because he's doing great things. So, again, this is not just an ask that's a kind of a continual, you know, support me. I mean, if you want to do that, fine. I mean, you know, you get a thousand people giving two dollars a month. Heck, that's a lot, a lot of money. But. I mean, this is really just kind of like a seed investment just to get the studio built, get Jared to build all the websites. And uh, I need Jared's help. I'm one person. I can't do, you know, coach, you know this. I, I can't do a lot of this stuff myself. So I don't have a support system. Uh, but now I do with Jared and others. So Look, we all hate money. But see, you don't. It, it takes money, folks. It just takes money. Gasoline in the car. I mean, it takes money. And nobody wants to be begging for money, but you're 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 it, man. You're the you're a you're a business model, you know. I, and coach, here's yeah. the thing: people think that uh, that that they're just funds raining out of the sky for people like John Diamond. That's not nope. the case. Nope. He's working on a small budget. He needs all the help he can get. Amen. 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 I'm with you. Thank you, man. Thanks, Clay. Clay's got a servant's heart too, man. Despise not the days of small beginnings. Jeff Nell, come on in. Hey, John, I'm for you, okay? I'm trying to start uh, the real Nevada news from a biblical perspective. I have a studio pretty much set up. I have an on-site where I can go to certain areas outside of the city and stuff this way. So I'm looking forward to the information that I will donate to you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And that, that's what we want to do. See, that's that's the option that I have here, especially since I work for Dr. Island Keys. I mean, if, if we get you to build a studio, just let's just take you as a test case. If we get you to build a studio that looks great and look professional, and now, you know, we get you a website built, you get on my show, you get on Dr. Island Keys' show. Um, now you've got almost a portfolio. you got a pedigree. Wow, you were on with John Iver. You were on with Dr. Island Keys. That raises your level, especially with mm -hmm. the respect Allen has. You know, that raises your level. So now people in the community are actually going to take you serious. And then you're off and you're on your own. You know what I mean? So that's what we want to do is we want to help you build that foundation, build that, build that, everything you need, the website, um, all of it. And then that okay. way you'll be off on your own and you can turn around and do the same thing with somebody else that you identify in your community. Folks, you need a servant's heart. You don't listen. I'm just telling you in this business, you got to serve one another. If you if I if I use John Diamond as a stepping stone, I may get up to another level, but it I, it don't work that way, man. It just doesn't work that way. And uh, if you if you want to do this, you want to start a podcast, whatever. The, you say, well, who can I? What can I do? Well, you can become a central focus of your community. People will turn to you to hear what you got. Not everybody. You're not gonna have. You're not gonna be Tucker Carlson overnight. I've been doing this twenty years. John's been twenty years. To get 112 people tuning in here, we know more are watching. But you get what I'm saying, right? Listen, just be faithful. Just be faithful. The Lord commits to faithful men. John Diamond is a faithful man. He's, de he's, he's deserving of your support. He's deserving of our support. Can I tell you this? I'm deserving of your support. We sell hats and shirts to try to fight this war. Come on, man. Come on. Joe Allen, come on in. I remember John coming to you, Coach, uh, about three years ago or, or more. 
when uh, life changed for John with his job and his family, mm-hmm. and he was put he put out the prayer about moving and and changing, and God directed him to an, another phase of his life. Look at him now. Amen. Don't Amen. say you can't do it. Amen. Amen. You know what? You know what's more important. Uh, they don't even know who I am around here. I mean, they really don't. And. I, I can walk around. I got my cross hat on. They, they don't have any idea. And it's really, it's kind of neat, right? And I did, people don't stop me on the street. I, it's so cool. I just, right, they, hell, they don't know who, what I'm doing, right? But look at what we're touching. Look at the seeds that we have planted in, through this show, through this ministry, and people who are now engaged in their own. We're spreading like flies, man. We're spreading like flies. So who cares if I got 100,000 followers? Well, that got nothing to do with it. Give me 10 that'll fight like hell. That's 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 what we need. Myra, I know you've been waiting a long time. Come on in. Yes, Coach. Thank you so much. God bless you. It's so good to see Dr. Diamond. And he does wonderful uh, work. Uh, yes, in regard to um, the beautiful people in the school uh, system uh, working, like, for example, Betty, Jeff Klein, Jeff Klein, Attorney Weaver, um, Craig, Rusty, uh, Steve, Deck, um, Judah, you know, Ohio Brett. Oh, my God. It's, it's just so many of us doing such beautiful work and so, so proud of it. So yeah. I wanted to read a Bible verse that... Um, my brother, dear Parker, gave me, and that's Samuel 2, 9 through 10. He will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. And of course, I forgot to mention um, Ray LeBranc and many others. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Betty. Thank you, Betty. Just got a couple minutes here, John. I'm sorry that I took up so much time at the No, I'm not sorry. Why the hell would, Lord, why would I lie like that? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I just found out. We got to watch how often we lie, right? <laughs> no, I'm not sorry, right? John, kind of wrap it up here again. How we can yeah. help? I'm on. I'm getting ready to make a donation right now, John. I'm on, I'm I just on. found out my wife's going to Maine with her maid of honor for the weekend, and it just so happens to be the weekend of your gathering. So I'm going to bring my four boys up, spend awesome. the weekend. So she's going to be gone. So I'm going to bring my boys up, spend the weekend with you. Again, you can go to peacemakerspublishing.com and donate there. We're going to be sending out a newsletter to all our 4,500 subscribers. So if you guys have a subscriber base that you could send it out to your people too, that would be great. The one thing I want to just say that was on the top of my mind before we leave, when you go into a city council meeting, it may only be you against them, but you got to remember Elijah and Elisha. And he said, hey, we're outnumbered. He said, open their eyes. And they showed him all the angelic forces that were there. God is sending a force that's with you, a force multiplier. (laughs) You're not there alone. All you need is the faith and the courage to go in there and stand toe-to-toe with these people. We're just getting started, aren't we, John? I tell tell everybody, uh, we let the other side have the culture for, what, 60, 70 Mm -hmm. years at least, right? And John Paul Jones said at the Battle of Lake Erie, I've I've not yet begun to fight. And that's, that's the way I feel. 
And I believe that the Lord is going to uh, uh, wake up his body. I don't think it's going to come from the from the pulpits. I think it's coming outside of the pulpits. I believe the Lord is raising up new leadership. I believe he's raising up uh, those of you who are going to make it have an impact right where you live. And you think Jeff Klein hadn't had an impact in up in that Knox County area? Are you kidding me? Huh? Yeah, you, uh, come on, you know better than that, right? You think Jeff Nell's not having an impact where he is? You think Craig Mickle and Steve Deck, you think these guys don't have an impact? You think Mark Trump's not having an impact? You think Randy Lunsford's not having an impact? You think people aren't having? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Glenn Claremont, you think Glenn Claremont's not having an impact? Come on, folks. Come on. These are these are stealth warriors that are infiltrating and fighting to win back what the God, what God has given to America. God bless you, John. Thanks for joining us, man. Hang in here in the after show. Folks, we'll see you on Monday.